1: Welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Metamend.com and Dave Davies from beanstalk Inc. And it's Thursday, May the 22nd. We kind of have a gumbo show for you today. We had some great guests lined up, but they had to cancel at the last minute. So today, I think Dave and I are just going to troll through the news and give a, uh, well, give a a, a off-the-cuff take on some of the stuff we see happening out there. And how are you doing today, Mr. Davies?
0: I'm doing just great, just great, and yeah, there's there's definitely some interesting stuff going on. So uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of this will be a little bit different. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this show. I think uh, the there's some interesting stuff, and and uh, it's good to have an opportunity to uh, actually discuss some of it in a less rushed through fashion.
1: Well, yeah, usually when we talk about this stuff, we never we we can't actually really get into it because uh, you know this is never time. We always have a guest coming on, and we have shows coming up the back end, and you know. It's, we, only, we only have, like, officially a half hour on, on the network, although we always go over time. But there's some amazing content on Webmaster Radio, so I, I understand why, why they have to restrict us. I just don't think it's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, so great content we, on Webmaster uh, where Radio... Where shall we
0: start today? Sorry? Where shall we start today?
1: Well, first I want to start, you know... I want to I want to give an homage to some of the amazing content we have here on Webmaster Radio. Um, just before we came on, I was listening to the, to a commercial that that led into the show. They talked about um, Dave Satella's show, the PPC Rock Stars. Um, you got shows like Strike Point, um, Danny's Daily Search Cast, and there's another show on Webmaster Radio, the highest rated highest rated show that that the network's ever had. The SEO Rock Stars are coming back, friends, uh, listeners, long term listeners but definitely remember the SEO Rockstars. There hasn't been an original show in a long time, mostly because Todd and Greg are two of the busiest guys in the industry. But as of July 1st, there's going to be a, 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 new, t- a new SEO Rockstars being produced on, on a regular basis, but it's going to be different folks.
0: And, and what, uh, do you have any, uh, any ideas uh, who that might be?
1: Of course I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. You know, you're these guys the gold. You bring Webmaster Radio the gold, they give you the cold shoulder. Uh, Darren was teasing me last night on IM, saying that we, have, that we have the new SEO rock stars coming up, but he won't tell me who it is. And so I decided to try to do an Ed run around it, but I called our producer, our great producer, Brasco. He won't yep. tell me either. But what they will tell us is it's coming up July 1st. I can guarantee it's going to be an interesting show. I just kind of wish I know who did it. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> it says Darren in the chat room.
0: <laughs> well, we, at least we know it's going to be good, so,
1: um,
0: yeah. Hopefully, so uh, that, so uh, that's one that's out of the way. Hawaii, what else we uh, have out there? Yeah, waiting with bated breath.
1: <laughs> oh, Absolutely. God, um, a, couple, a couple quick announcements. Uh, great conferences coming up in the near future. SMX is happening in two weeks in Seattle, then SES Toronto is happening just, uh, just under a month from now. Uh, two great shows. If uh, folks are in the area or want to be in those areas, they're highly recommended. I think SMX is almost sold out, but uh, folks should go check the site see if there's any tickets left. If there is, definitely worth snatching up. Um, let's just let's dive into some of the stuff that we have happening out there in the in the web ecosystem today. Uh, we have Google Sites, we have the top 10 Google failures, we have that, uh, magnificent failures, we have the uh, Microsoft rebate program, fake news, and of course, we we just got to talk about Yahoo, but let's save Yahoo until the end, because, um, that one, that one's absolutely silly. I mean, that was, that we, we could talk for hours about how, how, how stupid Yahoo has gotten, but let's, uh, Let's sort of like get into this Google Sites thing. Dave, have you heard about Google Sites?
0: I have. I've actually, I've now gone in. I have uh, set up an account. I've, you know, just given it a, a preliminary test out, saw what, uh, saw what I could come up with, looked at the code in the back end. Uh, I took, I, I started by taking some notes on what I was encountering. My notes ended up uh, really, well, it consisted of one word, actually, my, my entire set of notes uh, on it. Uh, that word was crap. <laughs> Crap. um it, it's it's really just like if you look at the code, I find it really quite funny. Um, I have never seen code so unsearch engine friendly <laughs> <Really? laughs> uh, in my life it was just it's just brutal now, maybe there are some things I was missing because I was just you know I just heard about it, had to go in there, uh take a look around and 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 stuff, so you know maybe I missed something um but i i can't see ever <laughs> uh wanting to use it uh for well, for anything but you know like my my first website back in like the late 90s was geo cities and it was just like i just wanted to get my resume online i could see maybe using it for that where you're actually not hoping to get any real traffic or you don't need anything really attractive um uh, but <laughs> but other than that it was uh it's it's pretty bad. No, I mean this is this is kind of their first version, so I, I shouldn't be too hard on them. Um, they may come out with something else. As I say, I, I just had to kind of rush through it, so maybe I'm missing something. I'm going to play around with it a little more after the show and, and next week. If I'm wrong and I find out some really cool stuff, um, I'll be the first to admit that I was totally wrong. Um, but from my from my first looks, it was uh, it's pretty bad. Although I would still say, you know, it, it's probably something they're going to stick with. So. Uh, it, it's worth, uh, worth going in there and testing out and, and sort of watching it uh, as it evolves.
1: Well, for folks who haven't surfed over to Google Sites yet, what this is, it's a, sort of a content management system run um, run in the cloud. It's server-side software. It's a content management system for site building or page creation. Um, Arnold Zafra over at Search and Journal today likened it to, uh, to GeoCities. And I guess, uh, Dave, you, you back that up. It reminds you of uh, the early GeoCities? Yes, it does, a lot like it. No domain is required. This is, this is for total newbies, people who have not built a website before who uh, don't know what they're doing um, and, and just want to get something up there. Um, Dave, you've actually looked at the source code. You say it sucks. And according to Michael Martinez, who made a comment over at Search, Eng- Search Engine Journal today, um, apparently Google has, to quote Michael, graciously implemented the automatic uh, rel nofollow tag on all embedded links. So you're not going to get a lot of link juice out of it, either.
0: You know, I mean, and and that, I mean, of course, of course they're going to think of that probably
1: again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, after the blogger <laughs> for sure.
1: Because
0: uh, you know what the first thing, you know, a bunch of a bunch of webmasters would be doing, hey, sweet, I get a link on the google.com domain. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and I... I I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope they, they come up with something uh, something unique out of uh, out of all this that, that maybe I'm missing. Um, there were a couple unique features. I'll give it this: it's incredibly easy to use, and you can do some stuff like you know add attachments and stuff that uh, you know your your everyday um, you know just you know my grandmother wants to put up something just to put some pictures there. Great, she's going to have no problem using it uh, for for users at that level. Perfect. Uh, because they're not actually hoping to get, you know, trying, you know, she'd just be sending me a link going, here's where, like, the update on our family is. But at the same time, if that's the only people that it really appeals to, I have to ask, what's Google's point here? Um, in that the only reason I can see them building something like this would be to grab more of the web that they don't, um, you know, that they're, they're not currently indexing. Well, if this is the only stuff that's there, they don't need to index it. So, like, this is stuff that just isn't isn't even relevant to index. It shouldn't show up in search results because it's meant for me and my dad and, you know, uh, a few other members of the family to, to come and see. So uh, I, I don't quite understand what their point is. But, again, I'll play with it a little more, hopefully see a, a little more, uh, you know, find the, the secret that I just happen to be missing thus far that makes it some great thing. Uh, one thing I did really like about it as well is you get to choose whether this is something that is private or public, uh, and I did think that was a nice touch that they added as a feature so that I can create, you know, obviously they won't index it in that case, uh, and, and you'll need to log in um, to see stuff. So, you know, that, that does, from that perspective, I think that was a nice feature for them to add. So to give a little pat on the back and something that overall I, I don't particularly care for. Um, I part. would you imagine when this top this ten list comes out that we'll be covering in just a second, when this top ten list comes out in a year or two, um, I'm betting that we'll we'll probably see Google Sites included in that list.
1: Well, speaking of the top ten list of Google failures, um, that's actually that's kind of like our next topic. Tom Spring at PC World yesterday published an article, um, Top Ten Google Failures, where he... Uh, Looked at a number of the products that Google's put out over over the last ten years. Um, one of them's worked, or two of them have worked really well. Those being product, those being uh, search and PPC. But there's a number of other products that we might remember Google brought out that simply haven't gone anywhere. Running down his list uh, from one to ten, and that, we might stop at a couple of them, or we might get back to a couple of them. But the list from one to ten is uh, the Google X homepage, which was an homage to OS X. Google Catalog, Google Video Player, Web Accelerator, Google Answers, Google Coupons, Google Voice Search, Google Viewer, and Google Checkout, and of course Arquette. Um I want to add another one. That I've, I've, whatever happened to Google Base? <laughs>
0: you know what? I will. I, I get where you're coming with that one. Um, I, I'm gonna go with Google. I, I'm gonna defend them a little bit here. Oh, this uh, is when, when it does come to Google Base. If you had asked me or you'd mentioned that about two months ago, I would have been all over agreeing with you here. Um, we discussed on the show I, three, four weeks ago, where I just kind of touched on it. Um, we found it when we happened to be searching for, I think the phrase we looked up was used cars Utah or something. They were starting to draw some Google based results into it, um, right up at the top with a drop down so you could select a, a variety of different features. Um, I think it just kind of got relegated, gathered some dust. Um, whether that was just in preparation to launch some new features. Uh, but I think we're going to be seeing a lot more Google Base uh, influencing uh, some specific product based phrases uh, down the road. Uh, they're obviously testing it in the, the auto area right now, but it seems to be happening in, in just a. We happen to be looking up Utah, but did do some searching. Uh, it's going broader than that uh, it but only it only appears or at least I haven't found anything outside of that specific sector that it's being tested in yet um, but anyway so, so just to, to give them a, a little pat on the pack but I mean other than that it's been a, an absolute you know it launched added some stuff in there and you know just uh for clients or whatever just to see and nothing right it was absolutely useless so um but anyway,s just to just to give them a little defense after after I you know rake them across the coals
1: and <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot of site. useless stuff that Google brings out, um, and I don't think it's for for lack of trying or for lack of planning or for lack of technology. I mean, some of the stuff on this list was actually pretty cool. I remember um, Google Video Player when it first came out before they bought YouTube was was pretty cool. Um, the Google X homepage, which existed for all of one day was kind of neat, and again, it was an homage to uh, Macintosh's OS X. Um, Google Checkout could have been kind of cool if they didn't piss off eBay so bad when they tried to introduce it. Yeah. Um, the Google Catalog, well, that was, I remember Google tried to do a foyer into into com- uh, being a comparison search engine, and that kind of was Google Catalog, and that didn't work out. What I find most interesting about this list isn't exactly what's on it. But the areas that Google's tried to get into where it found a competing product was doing better or had better market share or was just more loved by computer users or they just weren't able to service something. This is like arguably the most successful internet company of all time, unable to enter a market. And the reason I'm interested in this is because everyone Google's kind of getting this reputation for being the Microsoft of the 2Ks um, back in the 90s, when Microsoft wanted to do something, it just went and did it. And, you know, heaven help you if you stood in their way. Google, on the other hand, is trying to go off and just do it, but um, seems to be running into roadblocks when it, when it tries to take on topics or, or technologies outside of its core competency, uh, search. What do you think about that? Well, you know what, I agree. And a huge advantage
0: that Microsoft had going you know, back in time, as we've done here, um, is that Microsoft, basically, because they controlled the operating system, got to basically, A, package it on every single machine that was, I mean, at the time, especially, Macs were, I don't know, <laughs> they, they didn't even have the market share they do now, and, I mean, Microsoft is still absolutely dominating that market. Um, but they could basically just, just create an environment where you just use theirs. I mean, Internet Explorer is still the 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 vast majority, I don't I use it to test sites. That's about it. I mean, I, I prefer Firefox, but um, you know, most users still use it, and that's because it's bundled with. So that's a huge advantage that they had when they came out. You know, Windows Media Player or something. They put that in there. Well, why are you going to need something else? Or you're at least going to use that because it's the default when you happen to click on a on a video link, right, or, or something like that. Um, Google doesn't have that. They don't have that control, so they're kind of launching things out in a real world competition where you have to come up with something better than, um, you know, what what's already in existence. Um, so when they're trying to go head to head with somebody uh, who, who's starting out ahead, they're having to rely on their user base to adopt it and adopt it quickly. And I think that's where they, they hit some hurdles. At the same time, I have to give them huge, uh, huge props for trying a lot of this stuff. And I mean, a lot of these things are just coming out of, you know, they, they give their employees some time to just sort of, you know, play around and, and, and pursue their own individual interests. Um, you know, so are born, um, you know, many different features, functions, you know, Google Earth, Google Moon, um, that you can just sort of go in and, and play around with and take a look at. So, you know, I, I can't really begrudge them for some failures. I, I kind of have to give them some props for uh, for launching in and, and just really trying. Uh, of course, there's going to be some failures. There's been some huge huge successes and and some of them have been born out of um you know uh, out of out of some of these failures and they failed with uh with video that's fine so they just bought <laughs> you know <laughs> if, you, if you can't if you can't win just acquire um you know but they they made that attempt they saw the value in it one way or another they won in the end uh, so you know kudos to them for for sticking with it and, and trying and, and putting stuff out willing to uh you know, willing to take that that failure, they've never out of any of this really gotten a black eye. Um, you know, we well, all except still, with Orchid. You know,
1: well, uh, uh, Orchid is kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Valid, valid point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you, there's
0: definitely the exception to the rule right there. Um, but you know, most of this stuff was. You know, Web accelerator. Okay, I didn't. I didn't even install it. <laughs> but um, you know, some of it was was a little silly. Some of them were good ideas that just didn't take off. Google Answers, good idea. I mean, Yahoo's been been quite successful with it, uh, or certainly more successful with it. Um, you know, Google didn't quite quite hit the nail on the head there. Um, but you know, well, Google's problem with Google time, Answers was
1: you had to pay to get the answer. The Yahoo just that, opens up an answer. Was. Um, and Yahoo
0: doesn't. And I mean, uh, I've used Yahoo Answers. I'm sure you have too. I've answered questions in there. I've I've asked questions in there. Um, Google Answers. I just, quite honestly, never. I mean, I went in there just a look from a from a an interest perspective, but I never actually actively use it. Uh, didn't actually actively answer questions. And it's not because I'm a cheap bugger. I'm happy to pay for information if you're going to give me the right information, but. You know why you can just go to Yahoo, <laughs> and somebody will answer it. Well, they're free. So you
1: uh, know where Google has these products and, and new product uh, introductions. It's when it can provide good products for free. Google Docs is, is actually very successful. It's not nearly as successful as Microsoft Office, but that's you know, because it has been adopted by as many people. But Google Docs, unless you want to get it all tricked out for your for your organization. It's free. It's a free uh, 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 productivity suite. Um, look at what they did with Urchin, making it into uh, into Google Analytics. Now, while they may lose your analytics from time to time, as they did a couple weeks ago, um, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Um, it's remarkably successful. It's given away for free, and of course, it supports their advertising programs, so it's a, it's a, a conduit to a revenue source for them. Um, Gmail insanely successful, totally free, supported by advertising. So every time Google's been able to find a way to, to contextually place text-based ads against a product, it's been able to give away that product for free. Free is the web's second favorite four-letter F word. And uh, free gets the goods. Free gets people coming in. Uh, Google's trying to... Get those people engaged as members. Um, hence, your login, you become a member. You you store your you store your information on their servers, um, called cloud computing or server-side software, and they and again keep you coming back for more with great free applications. But when they go the paid route, as they did with uh, with Google Answers, it doesn't work. Nobody cares. No. Nobody wants to pay. No, there's too many. And there's why? Too many uh, free options why would there. you when
0: there are alternatives to get the information for free? It does I mean, you know, you you bring up Google Docs there, great example, they went out, it could have been on this list, uh, but it was successful, so we all consider it a success, we don't discuss it very much, Um, but you're right, I mean, I use that on a regular basis, I communicate with some of our resellers on it, just to keep the pricing updated, and I can, you know, they can allow just them to to log into it, and, um, you know, it serves a a great function, Um, and it was adopted, so it didn't make this list, but if it, hadn't been adopted as widely and people go, going oh no we just you know we like our Microsoft products um, you know it probably would have topped this list as one of the biggest failures so you know they, they just they throw a thousand things at the wall some of them don't stick and
1: um, well, you know such as why funny been. you should mention Microsoft and product failure in the same sentence <laughs> um, <laughs> the, next thing I want, the next thing I want to jump onto is uh, Microsoft ca- or uh, yeah Microsoft cashback rebate program from live search but before we do we got to get some cash back. Um, we got to do our own cash back rebate program for Webmaster Radio and let them go to commercial. I'm getting message from studios saying they need to take a few minutes to pay some bills. This is Jim Hedger from Metamend.com and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Cash, Inc. You can listen to Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight
0: and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with Engine-Ready Call Analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit engineready.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets
1: and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads,
0: all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio.
1: A rose by any other name would still be the same.
0: Shakespeare. you need to differentiate yourself from your competition do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of
1: jupiter media the nhl and lionsgate films among others moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet offering you domain registration hosting domain sales and acquisition services wrap that up with 24 7 support that's your winning combination moniker.com more than a name
0: Stateline. Search Engine Strategies in New York. March 18th, 2008. The date where the pursuit of PPC would begin.
1: What's the name of your show? What's it going to be? We don't have a name yet. PPC Rockstar. PPC Rockstar.
0: PPC Rockstar. We're going to have guests. We're going to have the biggest PPC people in the industry. People listening in the audience can give the information about their landing pages, about their sites, their ad campaigns, and we will tear it apart on air and give them advice that we know will make them a lot of money right away. PPC Rockstar. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the Internet? Then dive into our stream, webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around, webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercial's off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and
1: Dave Davies. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's May the 22nd. Gorgeous day outside today, and we got some pretty stupid stuff to talk about. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I don't understand yeah. this this cash back from live search scheme. Like seriously, what's the deal here? These, these didn't they? Tr- wasn't this tried like a few years ago with iOne, where they will pay you to use their search engine? Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to. Give the benefit of a doubt here <laughs> in in uh, in whether this will work for them or not, uh, okay. and maybe that's just because I, I've read a bunch of negative stuff, of course, on this. Uh, and sometimes I, I just like to play the devil's advocate. And and now we you know we're in the opportunity in, in recent times, you know, last few years to actually view Microsoft as an underdog. Uh, so you know I, I always like to like to vouch for them. And you know there isn't a lot of news on Ask, so I can't I can't put my you know tie myself to them um and go it could work um like if you give me two choices um if you go to store a or store b the price is going to be exactly the same but store b is going to give me some money which store am i going to use um you know very i view it kind of similar to uh if you offer me credit card a and credit card b credit card b gives me air miles which card am i going to choose to use I'm going to choose the one that will give me something in the end. So, um, you know, from that context, um, you know, I I view what they're doing as a potentially uh, potentially good idea. It may end up entering into their top ten list in a year, uh, depending on, on how it goes. Uh, something that I don't like about it, uh, well, you know, uh, the list is there's, there's quite a lengthy list. The two things that I don't like about it is, is this going to bias their search results towards these sites? I mean, that's that's always potentially a, an issue when we view something like this, where where there's a potentially huge conflict. Uh, and two, how long are these merchants going to actually stick with it if people start going? You know, I know Home Depot is on the list. If I choose, I'm not going to go to Home Depot, I'm going to go to Microsoft, I'm going to search Home Depot, and here's the product that I want, find it in Microsoft, and click through there just to make sure that I get this discount. How long are the merchants going to, going to deal with that?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's not the merchants who are giving you the discount. It's Microsoft itself that's paying you the rebate. Home Depot, this is home de- you're going to be paying Home Depot 100% of the purchase price. Home Depot is going to get 100% of your purchase price, and they're not going to give you anything back except the product that you purchase off them. Microsoft, really? on the other hand, is going to be tracking your purchase, and, and it should be noted this is only for 700 selected retailers. And um, as you said, if you go to the the slash cashback page, you can see a list of the hundreds of stores that are that are involved in it. Um, everything from 1-800 florals all the way down to uh, Zephyr Sports and Zappos, the T-shirt T-shirt company. Um, so you got, it's got to be one of these seven hundred stores. Um, it'd be sixty days to process the rebate. I guess Microsoft wants to make sure that products aren't ordered and then just returned. Right. Um, and again, the rebate's coming from Microsoft's pockets, not from the retailers themselves.
0: Okay. Now that <laughs> maybe I went with un, under the logical sort of assumption, and you know, I'd read a couple articles on it. Uh, didn't uh, didn't catch that one. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> my my viewing of it was from the logical you know whatever uh online stores have affiliate programs basically uh if I was Microsoft I'd view it that way and show these um admittedly uh with this with this new piece of information uh here at my disposal <laughs> i'm going to do basically a complete 180 <laughs> my first take on it and go as microsoft this is probably one of the stupidest things i've ever heard um yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's a, You, you <laughs> well, that's caught
0: me on air, going, "Oh my God." Okay. Yeah. Didn't didn't view the full story, and uh, I mean that that just can't that absolutely can't last. Now it actually works to a great disservice to Microsoft that I would then go Home Depot product uh, and go through rather than just
1: going straight to Home Depot. Um, this is one of the big really WTF moments going of to the week, intract... right? Pardon me. This is one of the big WTF moments of the week. Like seriously, what the heck are they doing? Um... That's it's, it, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, that's, 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 that's
0: pretty stupid. Um, and the thing is, is, is that going, like, one, if they were at least running on a, on a zero-sum, as I kind of assumed that they were, that, you know, they were just giving what the, what the merchants would give, um, you know, that makes, makes kind of sense, because it's getting me there. Um, and, you know, maybe, hopefully, I will continue to use, uh, you know, live search after, after that. You know, I'm already there. I've already done my product search. I found what I wanted pretty fast. So, you know, let's, let's use this again. Um, in this context, I think they're they're paying a a large amount now. I may not be your typical searcher, and you know maybe one day we should have a show and actually talk to some typical searchers about things like this so that uh, you know we can you know get get their context on it. Um, but were I looking for a product, I knew Microsoft offered a discount. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm like anybody else, if I can, if I can save, save some money and it doesn't cost me a lot of time, sure, I'll do it. I, I still use Google, but I'd go to Microsoft <laughs> to, to purchase this product from, from, you know, somebody that I, I was going to purchase it from. Uh, so really, I think this is going to cost Microsoft money. I'm going to end up going back to Google. Some people would stay if they found the search results relevant, but I, I don't know if they're going to capture enough there to, to make it worth it. Now, time may tell. You know, I hope for Microsoft's sake, I'm wrong. Uh, you know, and that you're wrong, and then all you know, everybody's wrong, uh, and that they all of a sudden can capture great, uh, great search market share. Downside being, I don't think their results are more relevant. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I, I don't know what your feelings are on on that.
1: Um, well, we know that Microsoft needs to differentiate itself in the market big time. Um, that's a, actually pretty good segue into the April 2000 search share rankings that Nelson released the other day. Which shows that Microsoft only has 9.7% share of searches um, in, in the U.S. market in April 2008. Yeah. <laughs> so they haven't broken the 10% mark. Actually, they, they had in the past. They've fallen below the 10% mark. As a matter of fact, since the same period last year, uh, Microsoft's seen a 30% growth in the number of searchers But the industry itself, search itself, has grown much larger and faster than that, so Microsoft has actually lost a bit of ground.
0: Yeah, these ones are always, every time I see statistics like this, I I do kind of view them uh, in a really kind of odd way, and and I'm sure you, you can agree, where we're looking, is Microsoft losing ground, yes, relative to Google, but in the end, they've gained. Like you know, we 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 put these different things on, um, you know, on, on the internet and on and on, on web properties than we do on real world properties. Where if I said you know oh, my company we we had thirty percent growth over last year in in the number of clients, that's a good statistic. You know, I'm happy with it. Everybody would be happy with it. And, and you know, if uh, if Ford came out and said we we sold thirty percent more cars this year. Their share prices would go up. Microsoft comes out; they have 30% more searchers, uh, but relative to Google and, and the number of searchers online, uh, they're still down relative to 100%. So, uh, it, it's viewed as uh, it's viewed as a failure. So, I find it it's a weird set of statistics to look at. Um, but you know, given their their recent actions, we can obviously see that they're they're hungry uh, to capture a larger relative percentage of the search market share.
1: Well, I'm going to run down this list really quickly. Um, We've got Google at 62.62.0 percent so 62% of uh, search shares in April 2007. Yahoo, 17.5%. Uh, MSN, or live search, at 9.7%. AOL search at 4.3%. at 2.1%. Now, this is where the list gets much more interesting to me. The top five has been the top five for a couple of years now in this order, Google, Yahoo, uh, MSN, or live, AOL, and ask. But it's been that way for a long time. Yeah. Underneath that, though, there's uh, five other search tools that, well, when, I, when I saw this list, um, this is what grabbed my attention, not what the big five are doing, but what the lower five are doing. Number six is something called My Web Search. It's a child-friendly, uh, fully-featured, standalone, filtered internet browser. So this is uh, the ultimate net nanny. Uh, my web search accounts for 0.7% of all searches in the U.S. in April 2007. That's almost 1%. That's mm-hmm. 57,000,000 um, 57, yeah, 57, searches. That's, that's, that's a lot of market share. Yeah. The next two, number seven and eight, Comcast and AT&T, two ISPs, two telecommunication companies.
0: Yeah, these ones that, surprised me that they were as high up on the list as uh, in, in number of searches
1: as they were. Uh, well, well, me too. But then then I went and looked at the AT and T World WorldNet search page, which incidentally is fed by Google. So, search search users here are looking at Google results, but they're looking at it from a different from a different sort of home page. Which I actually, if I was an AT and T user, this might well be my my search uh, my search default. Yeah, I like they
0: have a lot of they have, they have your basic uh, you know Google, um, but then yeah right right on the uh, right on the the homepage uh, a lot of different a lot of different options uh, right off the bat on how to look things up. Um, I think it's great for your average um, your average user uh, or, or people just kind of getting getting started up where they may have used just the typical Google homepage and this gives them it gives them that feature where they can just do your standard Google web search. Uh, but at the same time, it gives options in ways to search for things you just you might not know about automatically if you were just a standard. You know, most of the listeners, you and I, um, we're used to, to the advanced search, and, you know, half the time we can just enter in uh, different parameters into the address bar to get, you know, different things that we want to see, you know, 100 results on a page and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, here we've got it uh, built right into, right into the homepage just to so let people know that, that it is there, and uh, I, I like it
1: yeah i think it's i think it's a very cool merge between uh, a portal website um, and a membership information search page at and t did a really good job it's a very sparse page it's um, you'll find anything you want looking there but i think it's mostly useful only to at and t customers but you know what there's enough of them that they have a 0.3% share of searches, or 28,059,000 in April 2007, or in in April 2008, showing a 200.9% growth over April 2007. Um, they're the fastest growing of all the of all the ones on the list, and I think what we get from AT and T WorldNet Search isn't. Um, so much that a, a, a telecommunications company or an ISP has uh, their members searching on it, but a very cool way to set up a search portal.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I totally agree, and I mean people will. You know, we we've seen it virtually. You know, most ISPs anyway um, have some sort of search homepage, um, but for AT and T to actually, they they've done it successfully where there is growth in their in the user base actually using it. Uh, rather than, than leaving it and, and just going straight to one of the engines themselves. Uh, you know, kudos to AT&T for providing something that, that their users are obviously sticking with, um, as opposed well, to just switching over to, to Google directly or something like that. Well,
1: and just to throw the number out there again, that's 28,059,000 people who conducted a search there in April 2008. That's um, well, that's like the state of California. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty damn big. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's
0: that's phenomenal it's the, the 200.9% growth that uh that impresses me um to pull that off in a year i mean really from that context on the, on the growth perspective they're the most successful in the entire top ten
1: and uh, just to just to round out the top ten we have a next tag search a comparison search shopping engine and my way search the one that i found the funniest sleaziest and stupidest of all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an iac property go figure um It's an IAC property. It's a search information and personalized portal run by um, IAC, the owners of ask.com. And the organic search actually defaults to ask.com, but for some reason doesn't appear to draw results. Um, It gives you the option to search Google and Yahoo results as well. Um, Its tagline reads, no banners, no pop-ups, no kidding, but there are lots of Google and IAC-sponsored or paid ads to to, uh, surf through when you're looking for results that are found way near the bottom of the page. And, um, they've lost the most. They've declined negative 37.6% since April 2007. They have a 0.2% share of searches, um, 16, oh, 17 million or so searches conducted there. It's fairly small, but it's still on the list, in the, on the top 10.
0: Do you think they will be next year when this, uh, this comes out?
1: Well, it's hard to say. I mean, like, who knows what's going to happen with the IAC? We know that it's in breakup mode right now. Um, mm-hmm it's uh separating many of its internet properties from its from its uh retail and, and online advertising properties. Um, who knows what happens. It's it's hard to say. Um, ask.com is still a, a phenomenal search engine. I uh not certain they're going to be investing a lot of research and development money into it, but they did just buy the owners of dictionary.com. So they're, they're clearly still interested in being a reference source um, but for my way search no I don't think they're going to be here next year I think they kind of suck
0: now if I can segue us out for just a second you, you touch on reference sources there um, I guess we, we have a recent example of why reference sources and accurate reference sources uh, might be something that uh, all journalists should take a look at <laughs>
1: Oh, dude! Uh, okay. With
0: our uh, report on the thirteen-year-old uh, who uh, used his father's credit card to, uh, well, apparently get
1: Xboxes and hookers. Yeah, why, did, why didn't we think of this stuff? When we were thirteen, eh? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, the, uh, the problem we with this story <laughs> You know, this is the kind of thing that uh, you go you go to school. Hey, hey guys, it's why I got I got a hold of my dad's dad and then uh, I got to get myself a couple of hookers and play Xbox with them. I mean, this didn't happen. <laughs> um, what it was, there's a UK marketer, Lyndon Ancliffe. Um, one of his clients is a website called Money Co. UK. Well. The way it works is if you can get a bunch of folks linking back to your website, especially authority folks like over oh, the mainstream news, you're going to get a lot of Google juice, you're going to get a lot of traffic, um, and you're going to get a lot of people talking about you, just like we're talking about Lyndon and his client, money.co.uk, right now. Um, yeah, it, this is a tough one. Because it's, it's actually—I it I remember when the story came out, and I looked at it and went, "Oh my god, wow, that's really stupid. That's really funny." Uh, he played Xbox with them, <laughs> um, and then I forgot about it. Yeah, it's you know, one of those one of those news of the weird stories. Um, but a couple of days later, it came out that Lyndon had just sort of made it up—fake news, didn't happen. The story went viral, and it got reported as real news, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> report on <laughs> it, that it's an odd one, one on because then you get into it, I
0: mean Matt Kutz has, has entered the discussion uh, and, and you get into the issue of where is the responsibility here was this a legitimate tactic to use um, you know uh, what are i guess maybe we'll start what are your thoughts on uh, on that what do, do you think as far as as an seo uh, internet marketing viral marketing tactic um, was this a legitimate um, you know, sort of thing to do or, or quasi-legitimate and um, do you think that the site itself or, or, or the SEO should be penalized for doing something like this
1: well let's see comment on this one up at spin.com and it's gone about 50-50 down the middle in the, in the SEO community with a number of people saying no this isn't cool and a number of people saying what <laughs> it's marketing um, it's just clever marketing it's a tough one I'm going to fall on the side of saying it's not cool um, not because I don't think it's clever I thought it was remarkably clever um, reading the story it was written tongue in cheek uh, the, the, the person writing it was obviously um, you know obviously going out of their way to write in a specific style for, for news but they weren't a news writer and um, as an editor I, I, you can kind of see that right but uh, as a well I'm a blogger who works really hard on trying to present accurate information. I'm a blogger who gets treated sort of like a journalist sometimes, and the how to say this, how to say this properly. The rule in search blogging, and this is something that uh, uh, I think the, the the search world owes to Danny Sullivan, has always been: act like a journalist, act like a uh, act like like are Giving the most accurate information possible. Now, Lyndon wasn't acting as a blogger here. I want to make that that straight up. He was. He created a fake article that went viral, um, got picked up by mainstream, got picked up by the mainstream news. It was published on his client site, money.co.uk, originally. Got picked up by the mainstream news. Money.co.uk is seen as an as an authoritative financial advice site in 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 the UK, and they put up a fake news story. They allowed this to go up as a blogger slash uh, pseudo journalist. Um, I think the accuracy of things that we find on the internet is critically important. This is the world's information source. This is uh, this is this is supposed to be like the library or the world's largest living encyclopedia or something like that. At the same time, it's a public space. I mean, heck, if I want to go outside and and say the Queen eats jelly beans, I have every right to. It's a public space. Um, I bet she does too. Um, <laughs> she doesn't share, though. I
0: can say that on the uh, radio. No, I, I think you bring up a a good point there. Um, in that, yes, it is a resource. Yes, we go there. Um, at the same time, and and you know, I'm sure I'm not the first to bring up this point. Um, we do have other news sources. I'm not going to name any any specifically here, but but we all know probably a large number of them. Um, that are either so biased in their view or are are very clearly satirical in their nature um... that if you hit any one thing you you wouldn't know that or they're so biased that if you if you went over their whole site they have such a leaning towards one angle or another that it isn't really news anymore because they're filtering out all of one side be it left or right wing there's there's you know certainly sites on both sides that do that um, so, how much worse is this than something that is actually providing accurate information from such a slant that it is news I, I would view that as almost worse because it is news. You know that there are pieces of it that are accurate, so that makes it even more misleading that you 're only getting this this one side and I mean every single one of us is, is does that to to certain degrees there are there are obviously resources that do it much worse though so. um, what happened with
1: critic. Lyndon? Negligible. Like Seriously, it's not going to damage any blogger's reputation. It's certainly not going to bring the reporting of news into disrepute. Um, it's kind of like a paper cut as opposed to a, a slash with a sword, right? But what happens when you get thousands of paper cuts, millions of paper cuts? Well, then the credibility of the industry really does die. Now, I will name names. I do see things like Fox News as a uh, sword blow to the integrity of journalism. I see the direction CNN's moving in, um, which is like entertainment, not news, mm-hmm. as a as a, a, sword, a sword swipe to the credibility of journalism. I see things like this fake news story, again, it's like being bitten by a Texas red ant. It'll hurt, but it'll go away in a second. But if you get bitten by a million Texas red ants, you're dead. You know, I mean, and
0: that's for sure. And, I, and on that on that tangent, I think the largest black eye out of this entire thing um, will end up being to money.co.uk, UK. Who's going to trust a source by them? But you, you sort of fall back on that. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And it, if something positive can come out of this, I think it will be towards the reporting community and 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 publishers, especially online, to go okay, maybe we shouldn't just visit this one site and go, this is news. Um, you know, this did happen necessarily uh, and maybe force us all to, to take a look and at least try and verify and, and back it up, even if it's just finding a couple other resources that are, have found the same story from different angles uh, or, or the same story but from different sources so that we can at least verify that, that this is, um, you know, something something accurate. I mean, even, you know, when we were for a segment earlier uh, on Microsoft, I, I'm sure you did. I know I did. I looked it up in a, in a few different places, read a few different opinions, you know, got my own, but to, to get a, a grasp of things, obviously missed still uh, the portion where it was coming straight out of their pocket. Uh, but still, you look it up on a few places, then you know it's, it's true because all this information is coming from different sources. Here, people were just trusting an individual source, uh, didn't verify it with second sources, uh, went in, treated it as news. Um, unfortunate, or you know, sort of a little blow to them. But whatever, they can either take that page down now, or just put up a recant going, "All right, we, you know, we were we were fooled. Uh, here it is. This is totally fake news. And, and you know, a, an interesting link date Although you know, we agree or, or disagree with it for that use. Uh, but who's going to trust money.co.uk
1: again? Uh, and who's well, gonna link Perhaps not it? Google. Um, Matt Cutts weighed in on the. Uh on on the story over at Spin, and I'm going to just read a very quick bit from the uh, from it, from his reply. My quick take is that Google Webmaster Guidelines allow for cases such as this. Google may respond negatively negatively to other misleading practices not listed in their Webmaster Guidelines, like tricking users um, by registering misspellings of names. Uh, 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 sorry. Being, being distracted by am, we're being told to wrap up soon. And you're right, Dave. We're probably not going to get to Yahoo in this in this, uh, in this segment. That's too bad because that was going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, Matt Cutts has reacted. He's saying it's not safe to assume that just because a specific set of technique isn't mentioned on Google's Webmaster Guidelines and fake news stories are not mentioned on Google's Webmaster Guidelines doesn't mean that Google approves of it. Um, as Matt Cutts says, there's not, not much more deceptive or misleading than a fake story without any disclosure that the story is a hoax. So I think Matt's gone right down the middle here. I'm actually leaning more towards you can't do this sort of thing. But if you do do this sort of thing, let the readers know that it's a hoax somewhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, that.
1: although how much, how
0: effective would it have been if he had, right? Like, you get into that catch-22 and go... Uh, you know it's it's very similar to the to the paid links debate um that you can enter into and go, okay, but if we put this this you know rel equals no follow on the link, now it's lost its value, so you know basically telling people what to how effective a tactic would this have been if at the end of the story they said this was all fake, it wouldn't have been effective um so you know would would they do that from google standpoint i I totally get it um you know they you know, it is sort of false advertising and, and, and you're, you're attracting links under false pretenses. I uh, April five? Fools jokes. <laughs> well, and, and they do them. Uh, and I can't remember which site it was on, but I was re- when, when looking up this one and they're sort of going, yeah, and do you, if you do an April Fool's joke, do you have to pull it down after so it can never be treated as news again. Right, and, and, and stuff like that. Google doesn't. They keep theirs up, but then theirs are usually so over the top that it's pretty clear that, you know, they're not going to provide free Internet access. you just got to flush this little device down your toilet, and there'll be somebody at the bottom, uh, you know,
1: collecting it and, and hooking you up. Damn, that's uh, what happened to Google's Web Accelerator. Pardon me? Yeah, That's what happened to Web Accelerator. <laughs> right, <laughs> and Google coupons, too. Um <laughs> You're right about that. And also on April 1st, yeah, I mean, shit, it's April 1st you don't trust anything anyway, right? Um, exactly. You know one thing I don't trust? I don't trust time. I know. <laughs> time is too weird anyway. But it's, it's, it's a philosophical concept to begin with, but it's also a very real thing, and very real con- con- constraint points. And we got like maybe two minutes, three minutes on the outside if Brasco feels like, a, like, like, a, like extending us those extra seconds. Um, we're not going to be able to say much about Yahoo and uh, all the weirdness that's happening over there, which is kind of too bad, because we were going to have Yahoo guests on today, but it didn't, didn't quite turn out that way. Um, okay, I've been told we have two minutes. That's it. Okay. Period. <laughs> um, <sighs> some of the stuff I've learned about Yahoo and the, and the mess that's happening over there this week. Car- you know what? Carl Icahn's made $120 million thus far. If, if he was to sell all of the shares today that he's bought, he would, he'd profit probably- that's kind of good Good for him kind
0: of if he all of a sudden decided to dump all those shares, though the
1: value'd go down, so well, yeah, and he'd be disappointing the approximately thirty percent of shareholders in Yahoo who are now on the dissension side on the rebel side, and it's kind of funny seeing uh, seeing the way this is breaking down, you know like the the rebels and the establishment well. <laughs> In this case, it's kind of like, like looking at it in the mirror, right? Because, like, the establishment is Jerry Egg and Dave Philo who really haven't been, like, establishment characters in my mind, and the rebels in this case are Wall Street investors like Carl Icahn, <laughs> who is like, you know, you want to use 60s terminology, that dude is the establishment. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it, it is funny. And, and, I mean, the game just gets, well, I'll call it a game. It uh, gets more interesting with potential breakups of sections of Yahoo and um sales of individual pieces to Microsoft and, you know, other pieces I'm sure will be you know happily bought by other people um who couldn't afford to purchase an entire Yahoo entity. Um you know, it does I'd love to have had twenty minutes, half an hour, full hour to chat with you about it, but I have a feeling Brasco's tearing his hair out right now and <laughs> i'm going, You've got ten seconds left.
1: Yeah, something like that. It's um uh, okay it's really sad it's stupid uh poor panama uh yahoo wow <laughs> um it's 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 like watching a, a a good friend with a with a hangover walk into uh wood shredding uh wood chipper or something it's just sad <laughs> i think we gotta wrap it up Dave. we do <laughs> good analogy um this was a fun show i can't believe we, we spent an hour just talking weird um Folks, this has been Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and Dave Davies from Beanstalk-Inc. We'd like to thank Grasco, uh, our phenomenal producer, and the fine folks over at webmasterradio.fm for giving us this time. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned. There's some great content coming up on the network.